Writers Podcast. My name is Victoria Jones and I'm in the business of empowering people to become successful business owners. Through this podcast, I want to equip you with the knowledge and inspiration needed to kickstart your business, build your brand and begin your entrepreneurial journey. I'll be interviewing the world's most successful business leaders, innovators and influencers. We'll delve deep into how they launch their business, the tips they've learned along the way and reveal what it takes to succeed. This is a very special episode today as it's the first one we're doing over Zoom video conferencing and um, due to the self-isolation restrictions. So please bear with me if there's any hiccups in the sound along the way. And today I'm interviewing intuitive energy healer and empowerment coach Kay Wilson. Kay's been on the show before. Um, Some of you may have already listened to the previous interview um, we did, which was recorded last year on how to find your why, um, which is obviously a big topic that lots of people are interested in. And it was one of our most popular podcasts of the first season. I don't know if you know that, Kay. Um, But yeah, it was. No, I didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I thought it'd be great to interview you again, given what's happening across the world right now. um, I wanted to speak to you about how um, particularly business owners and just anyone really can stay grounded um, during these uncertain times. And if you had any insights into how we can use this as an opportunity for growth as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, As you say, uncertain times (laughs) times <laughs> it's um it, yeah it's uh energetically speaking we are going through a big period of transition and um yeah from a pure energy perspective we are actually going into or have already been moving into what's known as the age of aquarius Um, which started actually a few years back and has just kind of ramped up. And 2020, as we've experienced, has really taken it to a whole new level. And just to give you an understanding what that kind of age of Aquarius banner really references, it's actually um, globally moving into a more uplifted form of energy, if you like. And what I mean by that is, We are moving into a space that enables us to feel less fearful, more supported, more uh, in tune with who we are. And this is because we are going to be supported by and increasingly are being supported by um, energy that holds space for us. Now, this might seem really bizarre thing to say, considering what's currently going on in our environment. But the reason that a lot of this is happening is actually because in order to reach this kind of higher energy, if you like, we have to go through an alignment process. And what we've been experiencing is, and are continuing to experience, is a form of purification, if you like. So we felt it very viscerally here in Australia where we started off with fires at the beginning of the year, then we've had floods, and now we've got the virus. And yeah. all of these experiences are actually shaking us up very, very deeply energetically, causing a lot of fear, a lot of panic, a lot of kind of dark or shadow aspects of ourselves kind of rise up to the surface. And that's because during this period of alignment with this higher energy, we need to kind of shake off this old energy that's been much heavier, if you like, and has held us in these cycles of fear and self-sabotage. 
So even though the experiences we're having are exceedingly challenging on many levels, it's about how we decide to work with the experience that defines the way that we are able to move through this transition. So essentially, we're kind of given a choice, if you like, and we're all experiencing it. It's basically whether we want to kind of surrender to the fear or surrender to the idea that good things will come out of this. And it's a matter of looking for those good things and holding oneself in a space of reassurance through this experience in order that we don't feel lost at sea. Yeah, because I think it makes some sense. (laughs) It's particularly hard now for people that, um, you know, might own a cafe that's had to be shut down or restaurants, people's businesses have gone under, a lot of people have lost their jobs and they're probably like, you know, starting to think, gosh, how how am I going to pay my bills? How am I going to pay my mortgage? It's hard for them to hear. Like, what, what are some things that these people can do to to get in a different mindset, to, to start thinking. Um, yeah, I completely, I can completely understand that. I mean, I have felt this myself in, I, as you know, I work one-to-one with people physically and, yeah. um, and a large part of my business is about face-to-face clients. So I've definitely seen the impacts of this virus on my own business. And as in people have, have wanted not been able yeah, to people have been cancelling their face-to-face sessions because they've lost their jobs or they can't you know they want to be careful with their money or they're worried about catching about the virus so there's a a myriad of reasons and all of them are valid and it's then up to me to determine how I choose to respond to this situation and personally done that so basically, I have taken the precautions, if you like. I've, I've spoken to the people I need to about where I live and um, the, the business or the, the venue that I work out of. And, and I'm following up with, um, you know, the options there are around payments that you can receive from the government as a sole trader, for example. So I'm actively discerning my way through this. So by that, I mean, I do not suggest that you just blindly go kind of relax and um, don't take any measures whatsoever to support yourself. Discern your way through it. So make smart decisions that feel like they can practically support you through this experience, but do it from a space of, I trust myself and I know I can make decisions that will support me and protect me and my family. And I know that no matter what happens, I'm going to find my way through this. But I refuse to give in to the fear and the panic and a sense of hopelessness about all of this. Rather, I've actually been focusing on the fact that so many wonderful things seem to be coming out of this experience for so many. Just on a personal level, I've now started doing... Um, free online energy healing sessions every Friday morning yeah, at 8 a.m. Yeah, the first one go this morning. Yeah, the first one, it was wonderful. And it was a really uh, co-creative process. So I wanted to offer a guided meditation as part of it. But to be honest, my real driver was to create an opportunity for people to ask me questions like this and for me to give them tips and like tools for them to understand how to use their own energy. 
And it actually went really well. And everyone's questions kind of flooded in and other people piggybacked off other questions. And, and so there was a real group dynamic, actually, which served very well. Yeah, and we don't find... Sorry, you go. Yeah, sorry. I was just going to say uh, to be connected, we yeah. can actually, even though it's a time of, you know, that we're told to disconnect from everyone, I've actually found... I've been speaking to people I haven't spoken to for a long time. And I know lots of other people have been speaking to families more, started talking to the neighbors. That's exactly it. And actually, exactly like, it. it's really strange. Like a girl from my neighborhood just walked past and I, I ran out, I was waving and I was like, hi, and <laughs> wanted to chat to her. Whereas in the past probably just wouldn't do that. And I think, exactly. Uh, yeah. Creating that, that connection actually People and I've actually also um, experienced businesses approaching me through Instagram, for example, and saying, look, would you mind doing um, like a small video uh, that aligns with, I had um, a crystal shop owner yeah. uh, get in touch because I do like chakra crystal healing and she's, you know, wanted to support me and I can support her because I was about to do a chakra healing process on, um, well, I'm going to do one of those as part of my sessions. And I'm happy to recommend that people go and get crystals from them because yeah. they're a local business and I know and respect them. And it's just, you've got these new opportunities popping up that you otherwise would never have even thought about or needed or considered. And I'm actually really enjoying the online side of what's happening. I've been, yesterday I spent doing back-to-back -back sessions online with clients who were happy to do that. And it was a really productive and wonderful day. And I was able to do that from my own home. Yeah. And, and it's not, I mean, I have had, I'm lucky in some regard that I had started already, that was already a part of my business, but it was by no means the majority of my business. It was just like a sideline, if you like. And now it's become a focus for obvious yeah. reasons very but I don't see yeah I just don't see the downside of it I feel that it's about um harnessing the um any sort of um challenging sensations you might be experiencing and recognizing how powerful you are and that no matter what you really can always find a way and we're only ever finding ourselves in situations that we can deal with. And it's about believing in ourselves. That's what always enables us. And some of the biggest and most successful people that we see, look at Steve Jobs, look at Tesla. I mean, they are constantly finding themselves in situations which to the average human would seem extremely challenging. And they just charge through it. They don't allow self-doubt and fear to get the better of them. And even though we're not in control of the experiences that might be causing those things, we can control how we react to them. Yeah. So just looking at how we're reacting to some of these situations and how, what our response is, and, and you know, what's the way we can sort of take a step back and, and manage that fear and anxiety that a lot of people are feeling? So it's interesting because everyone's calling it isolation as if it's um a very challenging and sad thing i suppose to be on your own at home and i think that actually it can be a very powerful experience to spend time on your own i went on what's called a vision quest last year and that involves going for four days and four nights out in the bush um on your own 
with a tarp and a swag. And that's it. You take water, 10 liters of water, and that's you for four days. Wow. And that's brave. Yes. <laughs> well, and that was part of the reason is because I, I have actually been like physically attacked in the past like a few times. And I wanted to get over any sort of fear about, particularly as a woman, being attacked. But it taught me so much more than just that. Because being on your own and dealing with your doubts and your fear and holding space for yourself, irrespective of your surroundings, was a really powerful experience. And the only way you can do that is when you're on your own. So instead of seeing isolation simply as being cut off from the world, maybe see it more from the perspective of this is a real opportunity for me to prove to myself that I can hold space for myself and start to see it as a way of creating a very strong relationship with who you are because that relationship will be the most valuable relationship you'll ever have. Yeah. And what's something, you know, because some people have lots of distractions, whether that's Netflix or, you know, going to the mm. Um, yeah, you know, families that are interrupting them, and I know that we did some work together. And you like, you just sit in front of the mirror for ten minutes in the morning and say, you know, look at yourself and ask yourself, what do I need today? Do a meditation. Absolutely. Like, what? Yeah, making people that have you know chaotic yeah. households. What would be a good way of them to go? Right, I need to hold some space for myself. Yeah, I think actually, and even my partner and I had this conversation because whether you've got children or you haven't routine is something that's really important and if you can start to build a routine for you and your family which includes spaces and time for yourself independent of everybody else where you literally see it as an opportunity to anchor yourself into a space that's going to serve you then you're going to really support yourself through this and I think it's really important to see it as an anchor time yeah an anchor in the storm if you like and whether you sit in front of the mirror and check in with yourself and ask yourself how are you a lot of people are confused with how to do mirror work and to me the most important thing to understand is if you look and treat yourself in the mirror as you would a friend if you can start to create that relationship with yourself you will feel so much more powerful so much more confident in who you are it's a very powerful exercise and it's so easy when you're at home yeah, well, Dancing. I can vouch for that. Having you said said that, I did it for the second time this morning. Rich oh, well done. On me and said, "What the hell are you doing? <laughs> talking to yourself? You finally lost it." But um, <laughs> I just was like, "No, I just need this time." And afterwards, I just felt, yeah, more grounded and yeah, less caught up in all the things I have to do today. Yeah, it's actually a lot of people have a lot of resistance to the idea of sitting and facing themselves. And it's mainly because um, they feel um, very confronted by it. And that's completely understandable. And yet the peace it brings you, if you can find the courage, because it takes courage to sit and face yourself and overcome that kind of crescendo of discomfort. Once you get the other side of that wave, because it is a wave, it will feel so much better. You will feel such a sense of peace and connection. Yeah. And what were you going to say as well about dancing? Because that's something I recommended to do. Yes. Like learn a little this dance is, routine. Or, yeah. You know, so one of the really powerful things to understand about energy is that when you're not in a good place, when someone, and we've all felt this, when someone or something happens around us, which we find challenging, we have that moment of contraction. We get smaller. 
Like we want to just pull ourselves in out of protection. And actually the contraction energy is what can really challenge us over an extended period of time. And when you're in a society is experiencing a lot of fear, a lot of anxiety, a lot of the unknown, that sense of contraction, that sense of, oh, I've got to stay in, I'm afraid. And you start to build up these illusions around everyone around you being, you know, poisonous and it's all dangerous. And you, you can really make yourself so small that it can be very bad for your health, actually. And so one of the most important things you could do is dance every morning. And the reason this is good is because in the movement of your body, you force your energy to expand itself once more. In anything that brings you joy, your energy expands. No one ever laughs till they cry and feels their body is contracted. When you laugh till you cry, you surrender, you let go, you just completely allow your energy to expand and be. And it's a really powerful way to keep yourself in a good space. So put your music on, get in the shower and dance your way through it. <laughs> yeah, sing along. <laughs> I've also heard yeah. that um, it's a good, if you're not feeling stressed and fearful, it can actually you know, affect your immune system. So your immune system gets a boost from happiness and feeling good and... hundred percent, a hundred percent. likely to get the virus. I mean, that's obviously a big bold claim that I'm not entitled to Oh, make. no, I actually, um, I would stand by that 100%. In fact, I personally believe that all disease starts in the mind. And, and, I, and that is every single disease. And I, my dad got leukemia. I obviously, I have patients who have cancer. And I, the biggest thing I work with on all of them is their level of anxiety because that is where it all starts and it trickles down from there. And yeah. your body, energetically speaking, is a reflection of your mind. So it's super important at the moment to make sure that your mind is in a really good space. And the, the key to this is recognizing that when you have those moments of panic, when you have those moments of fear, that you don't get upset with yourself and you certainly don't deny them, but you accept them. And just wait and say to yourself, I understand why I'm scared and I understand why I might be panicking, but this will pass and I'm going to wait until it passes because I believe that it will. And just give yourself that time to allow yourself to anchor in and you can take a lot of deep breaths and you can, um, there's a guided chakra meditation that I will provide you a link to and then you can um, connect with that. And making sure you've got time to go out for a walk, do something in nature, obviously keeping your space around you, but nature is a really important and vital way of helping you connect with energy outside of yourself that will support and lift you up. But using your breath, using nature, and most importantly, allowing yourself to observe what you're feeling, but not attach yourself to it. There's a big difference between observing fear inside of you and then saying, I am scared. As soon as you say, I am scared, you've observed your fear, then you've taken it and you've owned it. You've made it your identity, but you do have a choice and you don't have to do that. You can simply observe it inside of you and let it pass. Yeah, because I think, you know, seeing like some of these images of people arguing over toilet roll in the supermarket and there seems to be, when I've driven around, like a lot of aggressive behavior in cars, like that seems to have a knock-on effect when someone's aggressive towards you. It makes 
puts you a little bit on yeah. it. Like how can we yeah. break that cycle a little bit of, you know, and people talking about fear and then, it, you know, that can, I can see how it can have knock-on effects. Like by, by us staying grounded or removing ourselves slightly, mm-hmm. does that help then put out a positive, it, positive energy? Yeah, it's important to um, make sure that you're being really careful about your input as I call it. And by that, I mean being really vigilant about what you're allowing yourself to watch and read. So if you're watching heaps and heaps of news, if you're reading every single article on, you know, what is going wrong in the world, you are going to naturally consume a lot of fear. And that will inherently have an effect on your sense of well-being and your sense of, um, or your ability to feel better and supported. And so what I would say is just be really vigilant as to what it is you allow yourself to watch, listen to. Obviously get the details of things that you need to support your, to support practical decisions. But do be careful about, you know, reading too many things that are going to scare you, frankly. And being aware of the people around you and recognizing that because of this kind of transition, if you like, that we're going through, that a lot of people are going to find it really hard to deal with their own inner fears, their own shadow aspects that are coming up. And their capacity to deal with this experience might not be as strong as yours. So if somebody flips out in front of you or even at you, if you can find it in you to take that deep breath, step back from them and just say to yourself, this isn't about me. This is all about them. Yeah. And just accept them however they show up. I know this might seem crazy and in some cases really difficult, but it is always possible to choose how you react to somebody. And if you can respond with love and acceptance to every single thing that comes your way, you will only start to receive the same back. Yeah. That's really nice. I think even that's quite a nice point to end on because it's something people can take away and and implement themselves and, yeah, just take a look at, you know, how they're reacting to what's happening and um, how it, it does have a knock-on effect. Um, it does. I actually um, saw um, a lady, this is right at the beginning, I saw a lady in a supermarket um, kind of lash out at another guy because he told her to get off her phone because she was taking too long to push her trolley. And she had been talking to someone in the hospital who was super sick. And she, and you could see that both of them were actually struggling in the situation and like had attract like, because you do, you attract your own energy reflection, but that's a whole nother topic. And they had been drawn to each other. And you just see that instead of taking sides, which I could have done, I suppose, I just observed both of them from a distance and sent them both love. And I just thought, you know, you are both independently dealing with whatever it is that you need to deal with. And I respect your journey because I haven't walked a day in their shoes. So I don't know their experiences and I don't know what's caused them to react the way they do. But I do know that they're human and that they have the same cares and needs that I do. And I respect them for that. And I just honor their journey and I send them all the best. I just lead with compassion. And eventually, is that what's, you know, this transition, we don't know how long it's going to take. We don't know. Mm. There's a lot of an uncertainty around that. Eventually, mm-hmm. are we going to come together a lot more as a community off the back of this? Like what kind of? 100%. 100%. Yeah. 
100%. Can you imagine once this virus passes, everyone's going to want to get together? And it's ironic because my husband actually, he partly works, he supports the event industry with his business. And, um, And he's even said to me, you know, I'm already thinking about the amount of events that are going to be on after this is over. Because that's the one thing people will want to do. And that's it. You know, manifesting means manifesting works with the law of attraction. And the law of attraction is this. You attract situations that support the way you feel. So if you can stay in a place of peace, you will attract situations that support it. Yeah. Equally, if as a civilization we can start to see and feel the relief of what we will experience once this is over, we will attract situations that support it. Yeah. And really use this time. Like I was saying, my friend was saying, oh, I'm going to clear out the house, but you know, I would love to start my own business. I don't know how. And I was like, this is your time that you can like give it a go, start building it up and just, you know, and yeah. see what happens. And I think looking at how people can use this you know for lots of people complain they don't have enough time and now there is more time to reflect and to to work out what you know what could be true for you and what your purpose is going back to your previous podcast that we did maybe this is a good time for inward reflection and people can actually look at okay am I happy in my current role or you know if I've lost my job how can I use this to then It's a really powerful time to do that, especially because finding your why, as we talked about, is very intuitive. When you're seeking something to do as a career that really fulfills you, asking yourself what you would do for free can be a very enlightening question. And it can also cause you to ask yourself, I realize now that I don't know myself very well because I don't know the answer to that question. And if that's who you are, then I would highly recommend that you use this time to get to know yourself, not only with your mirror, but ask yourself frequently, how do I feel about whatever it is in front of you? Instead of I think, I think, I think, this and the other, yourself, what do I feel? Because we all get so stuck in our heads. And every time I hear someone tell me, I think X, Y, Z, I say to myself, well, that's interesting. I'd love to know what you feel. And that's what I always try to speak from that place. How do I feel? Because then I know that I'm really working with my intuition. Yeah, that's a good thing for people to do. Yeah, right. Yeah, and it's really important because a big part of the reason there's so much fear is that the government largely has never been in this situation and therefore doesn't really know how best to handle it. And as a civil or as a collective, we recognize that. We intuitively know that they don't really know what they're doing. They're just feeling their way. And this is shocking for all of us because we're so used to there being a bigger structure that tells us you've got to be up at this time. You've got to be at work at this time. You've got to earn this much to be successful. You've got to, you've got to, you've got to, you've got to, you've got to. And all of a sudden that structure has disappeared. Oh gosh, and now crazy. nobody really knows the rules. Yeah. And so that can be really disconcerting, especially for people that need to be in control to feel safe. <laughs> Because their safety system has now disappeared. But it's a really powerful opportunity for them to tune into the very part of them, their intuition, which will make them feel safe. If you can drop into your space of what do I feel is right for me, then that fear will disappear. 
because you will have found that sweet spot inside of you that knows how to guide you through this. Yeah, not just so many people have been on autopilot for way too long and now it's forced mm. to be a lot more mindful, isn't it? And a lot more. Yeah, and particularly for independent businesses because, I mean, let's face it, you never know where your next paycheck's coming from. No. Ever. So actually, what's the difference? Exactly. <laughs> and this is what I asked myself. I was like, why are you worried about clients? You never know where they're coming from. So what's the difference? It's my mentality. Ah, well, the law of abundance will support that. So if I'm worried that there's going to be lack, you watch, that's what will happen. But if I know there's abundance, I know I'll be supported. So just ask yourself, really, what's the difference? Yeah. My fear. And, and how, could you, how could you maybe use some technologies, you know, like, for example, now on Zoom, I've been doing more coaching on business coaching mm. online and via Zoom. Yeah. And I was thinking, oh, I won't get the same result. And, but I was like, I'm going to try it. This is what I have to do now. And yeah. it's been exactly the same and almost even better in some ways because I've been able to share screens and, and do all these yeah, things. Yeah, absolutely. And you don't have to leave the house, so you don't have yeah. that time commuting. Yeah. Super. Exactly. You can see more people. Yeah, exactly. And it's far less time consuming. Exactly. Yeah. It, you know, think about the commute. People don't have to have that commute that lots of people moan about um, or previously had. Like, and now some people travel and now have to work there and back. So how can you use that time to make yeah, the most of it? And then the free time you do have, you can go for a walk and enjoy your time. Or make yeah. yourself something nice to eat in your own kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's <gasps> positive. I hope, you know, that's helped people as well. Um, get into mm. a positive frame of mind around what's happening right now. And how can people Absolutely. connect in the UK? And I, I know you've helped yeah, me. Yeah, so um, I my website is www.kwilson.love. And as I said, I'm doing these weekly free energy healing sessions every Friday at 8 a.m. And in that, I will be offering not just a meditation, but uh, an actual energy technique that people can use to assist them in basically staying in a parasympathetic state. So helping them manage those moments of panic or fear and answering questions around exactly these kinds of topics. Um, so yes, you can also find me on Instagram. Um, my handle is at kwilsonlove and I would love to support as many of you as I can. Perfect. Thank you so much. And um, for anyone listening um, that loved this episode, please write it, write a review or subscribe for more interviews. And if you are thinking about starting your own business and you want to build a profitable brand online, then get in touch to hear more about our online coaching and business programs. I've recently created, um, in the spirit of using this as an opportunity, a four-week one-on-one business Kickstarter program, which um, takes you through the four steps to creating um, your business. So email me at vic at if you want to hear more about that. Thanks very much, everyone. Bye-bye. <laughs>